Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Terrell. Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience. I'm your host, Cameron Ellen Jarrell, a.k.a. Tranos. Say that shit with your whole chest, or I'll force feed you unseasoned clam strips in this White Castle parking lot. You got a problem with that? Come see me or respect it. This episode is episode three of the Wrestler's Woes Saga, uh, Dog Whistle Edition. This episode is also brought to you by the pairing of music and marijuana. Today's strain is Purple Mimosa, and today's track is I Get It by Chevelle. Great band. Uh, one of my favorites. Check them out when you get a chance. They got a new album out this week. Make sure you listen to it. Um, so let's get into it. So um, this week, uh, the Dave Chappelle special dropped. And it's a very special time when you're in a locker room full of problematic males as a professional wrestler. You get to see lots of, of, of their comments. You get to see who their circle is. This week, uh, for me, I was asked several times about whether I was going to watch the special or not. Um, I already watched two of Dave Chappelle's returning specials, and I figure out, um, I figure from all the dog whistles that he used that Dave Chappelle was a transphobe. Now, he was one of my heroes in the past, and when he quit his show, I understood the method in which he chose to do so. His number one comment about why the Dave Chappelle show or the Chappelle show ended was because he noticed that white supremacists were laughing too hard at his jokes. He noticed that there was this this need for them to weaponize his art and then use him as like a token for why they're not racist. So why is he allowed to do the same thing? Let's be coy. Like we're We are talking about my wrestling woes part three, but this is part of it. So here's the thing. 112 minute stand up comedy special. 37 minutes of that time is spent talking about trans people. This is a practice in punching down. Um, when you say punching down to most people, especially like ignorant ass, like uh, misogynist wrestlers, they think that it just means punchline. Punching down is something altogether different when it comes to comedy than a punchline. It's when you use tropes that you know harm that specific minority group or disenfranchised um, group that you're speaking of and you use them as in to like just laugh off the severity and the like real world like um, repercussions that come from what you say and then you get to guise it under the uh, um, a comedic gaslight of calling it uh, or saying it's just jokes I get everyone yeah you can joke about everyone but punching down to something altogether different now do you think in that 37 minutes out of the 112 minutes that Dave Chappelle stood on that stage do you think that that 37 minutes was punchlines or do you think it was specifically punching down he stated that he was a turf he once again um, made uh, transgenitals like the the target the topic of his conversation these things do dwell in your mind what we listen to 
we kind of like absorb when we absorb things if you don't have complex thinking skills they can become problematic now that being said i work around a bunch of fucking misogynistic piece of shit wrestlers most of the time and they don't really do concept thought it's a lot of trendy hive mind thinking when it comes to things that should be thought about on a wider spectrum things that should be delved into a lot deeper than what's on the surface so when you're standing there and you're you're, you're in the locker room and you're listening to your friends talk about like how funny the dave Chappelle special was as a trans person what they think you're supposed to do is laugh with them i'm not laughing with you because you're laughing at me and it's not specifically about a joke you're laughing about my genitals you're laughing about my plight you're laughing about my voice you're la laughing about the fact that i don't line align with what you find to be a woman you're laughing at the fact that i don't make children can't carry children so that um, gives you the right to like disenfranchise me dehumanize me um, make my existence invalid so when i'm sitting here as a professional wrestler and just to get back to what's been going on in the past when we talked about wrestlers well in part two that was a live twitter um it was a twitter space that was live it was kind of a forum when we talked about that during two i made very clear the stance that wrestling says it has and the stance that it actually goes about doing in my general area still to this point it's been about um almost an entire month since the incident where i was called a tranny and my um and tranny fans were made upset at a wrestling show that i worked at it has not been addressed um the week after that i tried to train and was kind of shunned by a wrestler because he just didn't want to touch me and everybody's excuse was that he was afraid of me somehow even though i was there to help and i was also there to work out which other wrestlers come up there to do and he doesn't have a problem with but people made excuses for that then i come to a tv taping this monday and i kind of just sit in the back i don't make myself available for a lot of them anymore because i just know what their stance is so i just kind of sat in the back and, and talked to the wrestlers that i i can trust namely hc loke hc loke is a huge um not an ally uh, he is an accomplice hc loke is my trainer he's my original trainer He's been nothing but supportive and he stands up for me whenever he sees something happening, which is something that everybody should be doing. Because if standing up as a trans person in a locker room full of misogynist transphobes is too much for you, then you should stop having a locker room full of misogynistic transphobes. I'm really kind of f fucking tired of it. I'm really fucking tired of going back and forth with it. I'm not in the mood to argue or fight with anybody, even though I have fucking hands and I'm not afraid to use them. I'm really just kind of tired of going back and forth and trying to educate someone and then getting a transphobic retort and i do i really get to see who you are so i'm not going to say this wrestler's names because i don't want to bring that kind of heat on them even though they deserve it but when you go around posting memes about something that you don't understand and then someone tries to educate you about it and you go to popping off at the mouth that's the attitude that got you kicked out of the wwe's ring crew that's the thing that got you sent home because nowadays people are more into titular learning, into learning about what's going on around them instead of living in this box where they can only see through their own eyes. To walk around in the world and not be able to like understand somebody else's plight, yeah, it happens a lot, but when someone's offering to educate and have a conversation with you and you meet it with ignorance, then like normally back in the day you would expect ignorance back but i don't have time for that it's peace to everybody who got something to say like that it's peace to you because i know i'm capable of violence i know i'm capable of violence and because i'm trying to have a conversation with somebody who i thought was a friend someone who i thought i could be um open with and explain to them how these kind of things harm my kind uh, it was met with a lot of ignorance and keyboard shit and like instead of being absorbed 
or taken or taken in for a second. It was just some some wild quip, which you can't actually match me in. You're not fast enough mentally to talk the way I do. You're not mentally fast enough to 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 uh, link together complex uh, concepts. So me giving th that moment to educate you on something like I try to in wrestling with most of these dudes is a waste of my time now. So it's peace to you. That's how I feel. I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like working with you in the future. I don't want to be your friend. We shouldn't be doing anything outside of wrestling. That's how it is now. And that's how I feel great about it. Not to mention the fact that like reaching out to people and being like, what should I do in this situation? And them just kind of nonchalantly dismissing it or not caring. I'm fucking tired of that too. You're dead too. You're dead to me. That's how I feel. We, I, I go on Facebook I see this Dave Chappelle meme where they just kind of boil down everyone talking about how they're being affected by things as sensitivity, which is just a white man thing to do. It's a very white, problematic, Republican thing to say, to just boil down all the complexities of the world that don't affect you and turn them into sensitivity. It is the first route in gaslighting a group of people into believing that they should sit down because they're not going through something big enough for you to care about. That's literally what that's about i stated that it wasn't a good look i explained how it wasn't i was willing to have a conversation about how it could have been uh how we could expound on that and how we can work on this and it was met with ire it was met with smart ass comments and bullshit like fucking um a post but here's the thing about it i didn't post back i sat back because i saw this as an, a learning opportunity for myself i've learned that you are what you hang with so I sat back and I waited long enough to see comments pop up on this person's post. And I was right. Surrounded by transphobes, a bunch of cis hetero men who are sitting around telling other people what is and is not transphobic. That's what it was. The whole thing, like the whole thing stemmed from how I feel about real world things and how I feel about our perspective that I live being judged by a bunch of cis hetero men who know nothing of the struggles of trans or non-binary people. Then to be fool enough to say these things out loud and, they, and think that no one's going to say anything back to them, but the general like jovial ha ha ha's because it's funny to them that 38 trans women got killed this year based upon tropes that Dave Chappelle, a powerful privileged man is able to make jokes about that people internalize and then it becomes an ideology for some. To post things like, oh, I ruffled your feathers. You fucking right, you ruffled my feathers. Because I had to bury a bunch of my friends because of this. I have to watch my friends decline because of this. I have to be on watch to make sure that suicides don't happen because of the internal, like the internalization of what is considered a joke when it's actually just punching down. It's what white people did with minstrel shows. It's what white people did with human zoos. It's what white people did with a uh, 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 freak shows or, or, or um, exotic attractions. It's the same shit. You're taking the, you're taking the plight of a, of a marginalized person and you turn it into entertainment, but it's only entertaining problematic people. So no, no trans person or black woman is accepting the fact that a bunch of cis hetero men think that they know about what transphobia is like. And no, your problems aren't comparable. They aren't at all. 
because your problems didn't come up until I told you this was a problem. It's so like men to use their trauma at times where it's only beneficial for argument. How about you go fucking work on it? How about you step forward and you do something other than talk about it? Because that's what I'm doing as a trans person. I'm a public speaker. I'm the CEO of two nonprofits that specifically deal with trans and black issues. I'm a, a, a fellow Caribbean. I'm a fellow indigenous person. I'm out there in these streets doing these things. I'm having these conversations. I'm putting myself at risk. But you posting memes. So they're not comparable. And no, I don't need to know what you went through to hear transphobia when you speak. I don't need to know your background. I don't need to know any of that stuff. Because as your friend, you should have been showing me what you were going through. So I could either one, help you with it, sympathize with it, and help you move through it. Help you fight for it. But to bring it up because you got called out, is corny and it's sophomoric. I'm tired of sitting in spaces with trans men and, and trans women and us having the same questions and the same and the same conversations about how cis men in general are a problem. Not only are you physically a problem, not only do you stand in spaces that you don't belong, you have conversations that you shouldn't be having. You make jokes of things that aren't fucking funny. And then you get to sit back and you get to act like you did something. Sure, I'm going to get to hear about all your problems after you hear whatever I have to say. Uh, I'm not sure you'll listen to this. I don't fucking care if you do. I see who you are because I know who you hang around. I see what they say. Birds of a feather flock together. You are what you hang with. For us to be sitting here in 2021 still explaining to men that they are not the fucking center of the universe is outstanding to me and a lot of y'all out here cucking for dave chappelle and that's straight off top it, it's coming off real butt thug to me a lot of people are so down to defend a man who don't need you what he gonna do with the money he made off you is he gonna give it back into this white community to make sure the, the machine that makes him money keeps moving what he's not going to do is thank you for your support. What he's not going to do is uh, allow you a conversation with him about your mutual hatred for trans people. But y'all out here caping for him. Conscious Lee is a great, a great TikToker. He's a great debater. He is a great public speaker. He did some things on it. And as a cisgender male, I appreciate him because he takes the time to get to know the subject before he comments on it. Because when he makes a mistake, he'll apologize for it. He's one of the loudest voices and, and, and a stand-up accomplice for what we do. And I suggest a lot of you cisgendered men out there start listening to him. Especially cisgendered men of color. Because y'all more problematic than white people sometimes to us. As a trans woman, when I walk into a space and I have to deal with a bunch of men, there's no distinction between white, white cis hetero male and black cis hetero male. There's no distinction between the two of you. You both have the power to be really problematic. One is American patriarchy, patriarchy and the other one is plantation patriarchy. This is what you learned from watching the masters do what they did to slaves. This is what you learned from watching the masters deal with their own women and you doing it to everybody else now in 2021, still mimicking it. 
Instead of taking the time to have an actual conversation and 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 learn about somebody else's perspective, so that you're not walking around here har harming people, your pride was hurt. Regardless of the fact that what you said affected more than just me, I'm not the only trans person in that locker room. There are non-binary people all around you, bisexuals, queer people who come in and out of here. I'm not I'm not the only trans person there. I'm just the bravest one. I'm the one that's going to say something to you about because salvaging a friendship through education was my goal. But now I don't want to be friends with you at all. I don't want to be friends with half of you. It's disgusting to go through Facebook and, and, and go through Instagram and see people who are touting how much they love and they support somebody being fucking openly transphobic all the fucking time. I'm getting hot, so we're going to take a little break and we're going to hit this purple mimosa. If you hear it bubbling or you hear me cough, grow up, be an adult. It's marijuana. Ready? So let's get back into it. The other part is everybody tokenizing Daphne, which is supposedly Dave Chappelle's air quotes, friend who he managed to from his stories get to side with him on his first two problematic dog whistle specials and um she committed suicide she committed suicide because life came too much became too much under the scrutiny of cis people and yet and still after her death she's still tokenized by dave chappelle and a lot of you are doing it as well dave chappelle was speaking about trans people like black trans and queer people don't exist but y'all not ready for that conversation Dave Chappelle tokenized that white trans woman like white people tokenize that one black friend that they have. The one that has to agree with you because he's surrounded by you. The Candace Owens, if you will. It's y'all not slick. Y'all not slick at all. I could spend the rest of my whole life placating you. At the cost of making myself unhappy, at the cost of triggering things that could happen to trans people, at the cost of coming becoming one of the 44 percent. But I thought having a conversation with you so that I've, I remained safe in a place that I helped build was worth the try. I tried. I failed. Doesn't really have to be any animosity between us. I'm going to keep being trans because that's who I am. And because you can't stop being transphobic, stay away from me. But I remind you that the thought processes that you are currently uh, exercising are becoming extinct and ain't good in this business. As a person that's been around for 22 years and had to listen to racism and all that other kind of shit, I'm seeing that those dudes are falling the way of the dinosaurs. Pick the right side of history. Pick the right side of wrestling history. Do it for your career. How about that? How about be a decent person to everyone around you for the sake of you? Because it makes you a better person, a better role model. It makes you a safe space for someone. The words that come out of your mouth can cause chaos or save a life. Maybe, just maybe, the identities of a whole group of people shouldn't be memes. Maybe we shouldn't generalize the 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 outcry of other people as satired sensitivity or maybe i'm just being a bitch because i called you out maybe i'm just being a bitch the whole world's bitch ass niggas right that's what the meme said you're not the first 
wrestler that I've caught doing these things. You're not. And with, it, with each and every one of them, I provided the education. You're not entitled to that. I did that for friendship's sake. I don't want those kind of friends. The learning I got from sitting back and looking at those comments and seeing a bunch of men, primarily men, it was all men making comments about how funny it was and, 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 and low key and low key kind of like taking shots. I'm supposed to feel safe around that. I'm supposed to sit there in the locker room and watch you fake the funk about your inclusivity only to watch you go back to your drove of friends and become exactly what I'm talking about. Or I'm supposed to get in a ring and train with somebody who is afraid that I have boobs in a deep voice because I somehow did something to you by being trans. Or I'm supposed to just stand around and wait for somebody else to address it when nobody will. A wrestling locker room is full of so many bullshit tropes, loyalty, family. I don't feel any of those things. None of those things have been reciprocated for, for me. I gave up my youth, my time. I'm constantly giving out small educations, letting like trespasses slide getting I, I got ID to go to a fucking bathroom. And now I gotta keep walking into that space to wrestle. I'm glad I don't anymore. But like shit, like I made a big deal out of it because I said something about it. Y'all the same motherfuckers that would have told Martin to stay home. Y'all the same motherfuckers that would have stood in a meeting with Malcolm X and been like, yo, he going too far. Y'all the same motherfuckers that would have got left behind on slave ships during the Haitian revolts. You see through, you transparent. All it takes for a trans person to know they're safe around you is just a couple minutes of silence and a mouse. Just cruise Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and WhatsApp for a couple of minutes in, in a room full of people that you consider your friends and you'll find out very fast that your list of friends is a lot smaller than you thought it was. There is no family dynamic for queer people in the wrestling community in Western New York. There is none. There's no respect for when we tell y'all it's too much. There's no respect for when, when fans go too much. There's no protection. But we supposed to hold up y'all banner? We supposed to come around y'all students and pour the things that we had to fight to get into them? Nah, I'm taking a vacation from that kind of shit. I'm doing me. You don't want to wrestle me, tell the promoter. If he doesn't allow it, that's fine with me. He should fire you, but that's fine with me. The less time I get to spend around a bunch of fucking bigots, the better I feel about myself. There's a certain amount of this shit that's supposed to be expected in wrestling communities and, and from the wrestling fans. That time is over with. That shit is over with. There are federations that are standing up for their queer, like fans standing up for their queer workers. They're doing it. So it's time for everybody to start doing it. PWG stepped up when a trans woman was attacked in a crowd by a bunch of fans. Stepped up that day. They didn't wait a month. 
They didn't wait to the next show. They didn't post some cryptic language about it. They stated what happened. They made sure it didn't happen again. They made sure that they that they protected their fans. The, AEW made sure that like people know that it's an inclusive place and that that shit ain't gonna be tolerated. And if you do some shit or say some shit that's out of pocket, you gone. Several workers then said some problematic shit and had to immediately go through training and suspension. Not, oh, we're going to investigate it. No, oh, no, oh, we're going to talk to them about it. No, suspended. Here's a training on it. Do it again and you're fired. The indie circuit is just full of rampant bullshit racism still. Misogyny all over the fucking place. Trans misogyny all over the place. Like, massage noir all over the place. Let's stop acting like we progressed so far just because there's one full-time championship wrestling trans person. Contracted. Because there's thousands of us. But we think because one got on television and one won a belt, which is a shout out to her, it is a great accomplishment. But that don't mean we get to stop. We don't get to stop progression because of that. The first episode of A Wrestler's Woe was not fast enough. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Every time there's one step, y'all want to rest on y'all laurels and bask in the glory of yourselves for some reason. With your problematic bullshit comments. Then you get to walk into the space with multiple trans people in it and act like you did nothing. The only real support system I got in the wrestling federation that I work in are the other queer people there. I'm constantly getting in arguments with bullshit ass cis hetero men about, hey, that's not that's a problem. Hey, why are you saying that? Hey, you don't think about the repercussions of things before you do it. Hey, like. You really feel that way, but you be in my face all the time. Nah, we good. There don't need to be no arguments between us no more. No fights or none of that shit. There don't need to be none of that shit. I see you for who you are. and You see me for what I am. That's it. We don't have to squabble over it. You stay out of my way. I'll stay out of your way. But be real. Don't hide it no more. Be as transphobic as your friends are. Be as homophobic as your friends are. Be as low-key racist as your friends are. 2016 woke up a bunch of us and emboldened a bunch of us. I mean, it's cool for you to be out here a whole bigot, a whole prejudice, like, like, you know what I'm saying, misogynistic pig. It's cool to be out here like that. Don't hide anymore. Keep the same energy all the time. Because to be totally honest with you, like I what I've what I've gathered from the time that I've spent coming back is that I accomplished the things that I wanted to accomplish. I've wrestled all the guys that I wanted to wrestle. There's a couple more goals that I have, and I will reach them with or without you. But in my journey to do that, I don't need none of them wrestlers in that locker room. I don't. It'd be nice to have them next to me. It'd be nice to have support. But that's not what it is. So let's be real about it. I want something that I don't need. You don't teach me anything. You got you got H.C. Loke. He pours knowledge into me all the time. He talks to me about things all the time. He's always been there for me. Always. Like, never faltered. 
you, you that that's it that's it like I, I tell other people about what's going on there and it's just dismissed but then when i get upset enough to where it becomes a fucking conflict i'm the problem we're gonna hit this goddamn bowl again this purple mimosa is lit So while y'all out there, low-key dick riding anybody who's problematic because it's just in you to be a fucking edgelord. Maybe think about the friends that you said that you had beforehand. Maybe look around you and take an inventory of like who you might be harming while you're laughing. Because some shit ain't funny. Punching down is never funny. Yeah, comedians have the right to make jokes about anyone. But 37 minutes of fucking genitalia jokes about trans people? 37 minutes. That didn't make the focus of trans people their genitals? 37 minutes of talking about how some trans individuals can't have babies? So they can't be what they say they are? Even though there's scientific proof for you to like do 37 minutes of you just trying to dislodge science with remedial ass understandings of what actual gender is. 37 minutes of, of giggling and laughing unfettered because you don't have to deal with the repercussions of what might happen. Cosmo Kramer said nigger 13 times. His career is over. Dave Chappelle attacked trans people, lesbians, women for three fucking specials. And y'all dick riding. Y'all dick riding. It's straight up like fucking like like misanthropic motherfucking uh, cuckery. I guarantee you Dave Chappelle don't give a fuck once you give him the money that he needs. You got a subscription to Netflix. He don't give a fuck if you agree with him or not. The repercussions that could happen to him aren't long. They, they won't it won't be long term. But some of the comments y'all make will be devastating to some of y'all friends, air quotes. Devastating to some of y'all fr family members, air quotes. Your giggle gonna keep somebody in the closet or put somebody in a grave. But you ain't got time to talk about that, right? You gotta keep it moving, right? I'm willing to learn about all of you. I'm willing to learn about your backgrounds. I'm willing to learn about your, your plight. I'm willing to help you in some of those things because I'm a genuine person. A lot of y'all ain't. Y'all not even trendsetters. Nothing that you say is brand new. Seek out others that are just like you. Seek them out. Seek them out and look at their fucking content. It's the same as yours. You're not original. There's not an original thought that bumps around in the big in your in your fucking heads at all. There's not an original thought when it comes to other people that hasn't been said by some fucking 70-year-old racist white man. So if you don't see the correlation between your thought processes and how that problematic behavior might be borrowed depressions. I've already talked about that. I provide an education here every two weeks, Monday at 6 a.m. My name is Camrain Eileen Jarrell. And this has been an episode of Wrestlers Woe Part 3. Tranos and the lived experience the show that is still the undisputed reigning gay chicken champion 
Read a fucking book, plebeian. <laughs>